every big thing starts small. It's a natural law. Every big multinational corporation was once a small business. Welcome to the Small Starter Business Podcast, a unique podcast for practical tips and advice to help you start, grow, or turn around your business. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. I am your host, as usual, John Paul Iwoha. Today's episode is about the new year planning. And of course, I'm recording this podcast in, in the month of December. And uh, December, in the month of December, usually the year is winding down and then people are looking forward to the new year. Entrepreneurs are not any different. It's important that we plan for the new year. Um, especially in these times, especially given the kind of year that um, that we've just been through. We've been through a major um, public health crisis, the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we've seen major social movements, unrest and all sorts of other kinds of crises. So the new year is going to be pivotal for recovery, for growth, and for turnarounds, depending on how your business was affected. So that's why it's important to talk about planning. And um, before I go into the, the details of planning, it's important to have the right mindset. In my experience, that's what I found working with uh, students and clients. If the mindset is not right, the plans will not work. You're just going through an exercise in futility. If the mind is not right, which essentially is the foundation of whatever plans you're trying to make, then, you know, the plans just won't work. And of all the, all the, all the ways you can set the right mindset, there is one core principle that sits at the very core of it, and that is called personal responsibility. And I need you to pay very close attention to what I'm about to say. Because personal responsibility is the most common quality I have found in all the people I admire, most of them entrepreneurs, and in those of my clients who do well. Personal responsibility is one common quality I notice they have in common. And I'm going to explain it. And the reason personal responsibility is important is that nothing will work for you unless you accept it. It doesn't matter what kind of business you want to build. It doesn't matter what stage of business you are. It doesn't matter what country in the world you are. Nothing will work for you unless you accept personal responsibility. And this is exactly what personal responsibility means. It means that you are responsible for who you are and where you are in life. Now, I need that to sink in for a minute. It means that you're responsible for who you are and where you are in life and in your business. Now, when you really get the chance to think about this, what it means is that no matter what is happening around you, um, nobody else is to blame. Nobody else is responsible for where you are and what you're doing right now. Whether It doesn't matter what level your business is. Um, what, it doesn't matter the number of customers you have, the level of sales you have, the amount of profits you have. Whether you're making more, a lot of profits or no profits, you're responsible for that situation. It doesn't matter whether you're getting more customers or you're losing customers. You are responsible for that situation. Not the economy, not the market, not the, your competitors, not the government, not your parents, not your God. Nobody else is responsible for anything you're going through. You are responsible for it. Now, 
this thing, this this principle is so important that you know, for those people who do not accept personal responsibility, and in my experience, when I see people who do not accept personal responsibility, they are usually not aware of it, and there are different ways it can manifest itself. They blame the market for changing on them, and that's why they are not making enough sales. They blame their competitors. They blame the government for unfavorable policies. They blame the weather, the climate. They blame their parents for not giving them the kind of quality education they deserve to succeed in life. They blame everybody. They blame God, you know. And then it's difficult for them to accept that in the middle of all this misfortune and setback that they are going through, that they are the ones responsible for it. They tell you, no, they have no hand in this. It's the market. It's my competition. It's the government. It's the incompetent government to blame, not me. I don't have any hand in this. I did everything right. You know, I'm not the one to blame. They are the ones to, to be blamed. Now, what I notice with the people who more or less are rocking it is that they focus on themselves and not on the outside, no matter what is going on. You see two different people who have been, whose businesses have been hit by a recession. The first one is blaming the economy. The second person is thinking of, you know, how to adapt to the situation and change because they've taken personal responsibility. They're not blaming the economy. They're looking inwards. They're they looking at themselves. And the reason why personal responsibility is very important is this. And this is especially for those people who tend to argue that they are not responsible for what they are going through. Somebody else or something else is responsible. The reason is you are not a tree. You're not, you're not a piece of furniture. You are human. Now, if you're a tree or you're a furniture which cannot move, which cannot change its position by itself, then you can blame the environment. You know, you cannot blame a tree that's in the middle of a, a wildfire. You know, there's fire burning around this tree. If the tree could, the tree could, the tree would run away to another place or change its own position. But trees are not built that way. Furniture isn't built that way. Rocks aren't built built that way. But humans are different. Humans can move. You know, when the situation changes or the environment turns on you and is no longer favorable, human beings can move. Human beings can think. Human beings can change. Human beings can imagine things that do not exist and bring them to life. Human beings can reinvent themselves. So you are human. You cannot, you cannot take the same excuse for an inanimate object that is locked into its environment. You can change your environment. You can adapt to your environment. You can influence your environment because you're human. We are the only living things that are blessed with this kind of capability. So it's difficult when a human being says they are not responsible for what is happening and they blame their environment. Meanwhile, they can actually do something about it because they are human. We are the only ones. Yes, animals can run away from, even animals do it. When an environment is host, becomes hostile to an animal, the animal moves away from it. It migrates away from it. You know, but we humans, we can do much better. We can imagine something. We can even influence our environment. You know, so if you're human and you find the concept or the principle of personal responsibility debilitating, then that is exactly where the problem is. Because... What personal responsibility does is that it makes you focus on yourself and what you can do rather than focus on the environment and what has been done to you. That's the key to personal responsibility. If when you think that the environment, you know, has conspired against you and you, you then become a victim of the environment 
what it then means is that there's really not much you can do you have to wait for the environment to you know pardon you or you know take pity on you and then do something so essentially your hands are tied behind your back you can't do anything you are you are the mercy of your environment but that is not true because i know that those people those very inspiring people who take personal responsibility do not see themselves as victims they see themselves as being in a position where they can do something they believe they can do so because they focus on themselves and if the focus is on yourself and what you can do then what it means is that we can find a solution it's possible to find a solution it's possible to make a plan it's possible to set a goal that's the only way it can work but if you think your environment is holding you back and you cannot do anything about it and you're a victim of the environment there's no point in planning because by your own admission you can't do anything about it so any kind of planning you do is in vain until the environment moves in your favor you can't do anything so you see why that mindset thing is very very important people who take personal responsibility for who they are and where they are no matter how bad the situation is or no matter how badly they are doing or how well they are doing they take responsibility that they are responsible for what is going on people who behave that way you know they tend to focus on the inside and you know they think of solutions rather than the problems when you're focused on the outside you are more likely to blame and point fingers and focus on the problems because you're always blaming you're always focusing on the problem talking about the problems the government did this my competitors did this my enemies did this you know you're always focusing on the problem focusing on the problem because you think the responsibility lies on the outside but when you see yourself as fully responsible for your situation no matter what has happened to you you tend to focus on what you can do and the possible problems you can look out for so the reason i had to say i had to say this in an episode about planning is that if you don't take personal responsibility there's no point making any plans because you're just joking around and the reason is this when you don't take personal responsibility what it means is that you really cannot do anything about your situation so why plan what's the point of planning if you can't do anything about it you have to then wait for the outside to do something in your favor before you can move but if you accept personal responsibility then you can plan then you can believe that there is a way out of your problems or there is a path towards growth then you can plan for me it's farcical when people who have not yet taken personal responsibility are planning at the end of the day they end up blaming other things the plans never work out they never they never see it through that's exactly my experience between those clients i work with who have taken personal responsibility no matter what their situation is no matter how favorable or unfavorable their situation is those clients who have taken personal responsibility are more likely to succeed with their plans than those ones who think something else something on the outside is to blame and you know the the, the, the interesting thing about um focusing on the outside is that you never run out of valid reasons when people explain how a government policy has turned against their business it makes a lot of sense you know so it makes a lot of sense to um blame that thing on the outside but like i said you are a human you're not a tree you're not locked into your situation or environment you can do something about your situation of which many things on this earth cannot a tree cannot move you know if there's a wildfire that tree will see itself burn because it cannot change its position but you are human you can move you can think 
You can imagine things and bring them to life. You can reinvent yourself. You can change. You see, so I, I just wanted to get that out of the way before focusing on the meat of this episode, which is about planning. So now that I've gotten the issue of um, personal responsibility out of the way, we can now focus on planning. That's assuming that you've accepted personal responsibility and it's now your guiding principle that no matter what happens to you, you are responsible for where you are and who you are because you can do something about your circumstances. So going forward into planning, what every smart entrepreneur who has taken personal responsibility thinks of is what am I going to avoid and what am I going to exploit in the new year? And now this is clearly about making decisions, choosing the right things, ignoring some things, and then exploiting something. So two key questions. What are you going to avoid and what are you going to exploit? Now, and it makes sense. If you've taken personal responsibility, you're the one in the driving, you're, you're the one in the driver's seat. You can choose where you want to go, how you want to go there, where you don't want to go to. So what are you going to avoid? Now, when it comes to planning, essentially there are two key things you want to avoid. The first is waste. So you look back on your circumstances and how you got to where you are, especially if you are in an unfavorable circumstance and you want to change your situation. Maybe it was the crisis that hit your business. Maybe the market has become unfavorable. Maybe you're losing customers or whatever. But in terms of waste, there are three things you need to look out for. What are the things that are wasting your time? What are the things that are wasting your money? So financial losses. What are the things that are wasting your energy? These are the three key areas of waste. Your time, your money, and your energy. What are the things you spend time on and you're not getting any reasonable return on the time you're spending? Maybe more or less you're, you're, doing, um, you're involved in poor time management. You, you find out that you're, you're overwhelmed. You're very stressed. So what are the things you're spending time on that you need to stop spending time on? You need to avoid them because they're not yielding results or they're making you frustrated because you're not getting what you want. Where are the areas where you are losing money in terms of financial losses? Do you need to think about changing the suppliers that you currently have? Do you need to tweak your product? Do you need to cut out some fats in your business? It might be difficult, but you know, it might be something you have to do given the prevailing circumstances. You can do something about it. Where are the extra costs in your business? Is it payroll cost? Do you have to let some people go or do you have to more or less give a general uh, pay cut to everybody if you want to keep everybody on board how are you going to play that are you overpaying for certain things like maybe rent do you need a smaller place for your business you know they, so these are realistic conversations you can have because we are thinking of solutions where are the areas where you are incurring losses where are you wasting money in what areas is uh, money leaking from your business so you need to have that conversation of course, energy. What are the things you're doing that you know, is making you waste energy? So we all have 24 hours in a day. Of those 24 hours, it's likely you're going to be awake for 18 hours. So how are you expending your energy? Because, you know, especially given your age and the times where we are in, your health is very important. Your state of mind, very important. Your well-being is very important. So how are you managing your energy. Very, very important as you go into the new year. You need to ask yourself this, this very important question. Where are the areas where you are wasting time, 
money and energy the second thing you need to avoid are obstacles and you would there are many obstacles in your environment but rather than blame those obstacles remember you're in the driver's seat so you can decide what you want to avoid so what are those obstacles that have been put up by your competitors by government maybe it might be by way of a policy or something by your regulators by banks by suppliers what are the obstacles that people outside your business have set up for you and it's causing you frustration it's causing you stress it's costing you money and things like that what are you going to do to avoid them or overcome them because that's exactly what obstacles are you can avoid an obstacle or you can look for a way to overcome the obstacle but that is what you should be thinking about not blaming the obstacle because no matter how long you blame the obstacle one thing is clear you've lost control the moment you start to blame something outside of you that thing now has the power and you become the victim but if you want to remain in the driver's seat, you need to realize that you are human and you can do something about your circumstances. So you can choose to avoid it, that obstacle, or you can choose to overcome it. It's entirely in your power. So that's it for things you can avoid. You need to look out for waste. You need to look out for obstacles. Also in the new year, you need to look at things you can exploit, things you can use to your advantage to take you forward things that you can use to gain something up over your over your comp your competition something that can make you grow so what are those things you can exploit one key thing you can exploit you cannot take it away from any situation is opportunity now no matter how desperate the situation is there is always an opportunity in every circumstance the problem is you are likely focusing on the problem and not the opportunity the problem is you're likely blind to the opportunities because you're obsessed with the problems, because you're obsessed with the outside source that's likely causing it. But in every problem, there is an opportunity. In every situation, there is an opportunity. In every circumstance, there is an opportunity. That is just how the world works. So you need to keep your eyes open for these, for the opportunities, because you are in the driver's seat. And there are common areas you can find opportunity. Your existing customers, for example, people who have already paid you for something, people who have already bought something from you. It doesn't matter how long ago they did it. What it means is that you have, you have access to a group of people who have trusted you with their money. Now, that is always an opportunity that most businesses do not exploit enough and ignore. Now, when I say exploit, I don't mean it in any negative or manipulative sense. I mean doing something win-win but something that benefits you your existing customers are a very good way to start because they are already the bird you have in hand and you know what they say a bird in the hand is worth two or more in the bush so what are the opportunities you see in your existing customers is there a new offer you can propose is that is there a new way you can serve them and then price for it are there additional services, supporting services, complementary services, and products you can offer? Usually, there is a gold mine in your existing customers, but many businesses, in my experience, do not pay enough attention to it. Also, the market needs and expectations are always there. The market is always evolving. So even in a recession, it doesn't mean there's no demand. It's just that the market's demand has evolved. The market is looking for new things. So, for example, because there's a recession doesn't mean people don't eat anymore. Yes, they may not be eating out in restaurants, but they are eating something. They are eating something. They are eating something that conforms to the budgets that they have. 
So human needs never disappear. Human demand never disappears. As long as people are alive, they always have demand. So you need to, you need to look for the opportunity in the market. And that opportunity usually is in the new areas where market demand has gone to. Market demand never expires. Market demand never fizzles out or disappears. Market demand just transforms into something else. So like I just said, during the recession, you notice that a lot of people are not eating out. But it doesn't mean they are not eating. They are eating something. So what it then means is that that new thing that they are eating, there's a higher demand for it. And that's because that's what their budgets can afford in such time. So it's important that you look out for where the market needs and expectations are. And also in the economy, you know, there are opportunities you will always find. It doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter if your local currency is, looking, is losing value, if the interest rates are rising and things like that. Always there are, in, there are financial advantages that you can exploit in every economic situation. It's been happening that way for centuries. So it's important to look out for opportunities because opportunities are always there. The problem is that many people are not focused on the opportunities because they are obsessed by the problems. The second thing you can exploit, and this is very important, are your strengths. Those things you have and those things you can do well. So when you talk about strengths, there are typically two types of, there are typically two um, major aspects of the strengths that you have. The first would be your resources the things that you have. And typically, there are four main types of resources. There could be physical resources. Maybe you have um, access to land, buildings, equipment, machinery, vehicles, or something that can give you more or less uh, leverage, something you can use to exploit an opportunity. Um, another type of, of, of resource will be financial resources. Maybe you have cash or, or short-term financial instruments that you can use to your advantage. For example, in a recession, things are cheap including talents. You can hire people you could not afford before. You know, so if you have cash, that could be an opportunity. Asset prices fall. Um, the prices of property, for example, because some people might be looking to liquidate their assets and they are able to sell at a much lower price. If you have cash in that kind of market, that's an advantage for you to buy something that would have cost more during normal times. So these are ways you need to look at it in terms of your resources. Another type of resource would be intellectual resources, the things that you know you know, your knowledge and your skills. So if you have knowledge and skills that, you know, that are more or less not commonplace, you can exploit it. You can use it to your advantage. Um, another common uh, uh, type of resource is human resources. If you have good people who work for you, you have um, solid, um, solid people you can count on, um, that, that is a very solid resource. Another, uh, the second part of strengths are the relationships that you have, your relationships with potential investors, with your suppliers, with your distributors, with your staff, and most importantly, with your, with your customers. Relationships are a very serious asset. They are a strength, you know, and even as you plan for a new year, as you plan for new times, you can exploit your relationships. Of course, I mentioned this before. By exploitation, I, I don't mean it in a bad sense. Even though the word, uh, the, the word exploitation more or less connotes a negative meaning these days. But by exploitation, what I mean is you are taking advantage of something for your gain and not necessarily at the other person's loss. So it's important that you look for, that you pay attention to the strengths that you have. Many times we're obsessed by our weaknesses. We are focused on those things we don't have and those things we cannot do. Now, what I've found is that the, the return is much higher when you focus on the things you can do and the things that you have 
than when you focus on the things you cannot do and the things you do not have. So you need to leverage your strengths. And the only way you can really leverage your strengths is if you've taken personal responsibility. If you believe you can do something about the situation, then we can talk of strengths. But if you're focused on external forces, on the outside, if you're blaming the outside, it's unlikely you, you, you think you even have any strengths. It's unlikely you will look at the strengths that you have. And that's because you are wholly focused on on your weakness you are focused on the problems so there's a very there's a there's a there's a slight difference in perspective here it's still the same circumstance it's still the same problem it's still the same economy it's still the same government policy it's still the same situation but two different entrepreneurs with different mindsets one has taken personal responsibility and is focused on the inside the second one is focused on the outside and blaming external factors the results are dramatically different. And the reason is this. The person who's taking personal responsibility believes they can do something about their situation. So they start doing something. And the moment they start doing something, things start to change for them. And then all of a sudden we say, you know, they've made it. They've overcome a terrible situation or they've become wildly successful. But the other person still continues to blame the outside because he or she is waiting for the outside to have mercy on them before they can make progress. So it's just a very slight difference in perspective, but the impact and the results can be very dramatic. So in the next episode of this podcast, in part two, because this is part one, I'm going to be looking at how, um, how to make your new year plan actually work. So I'm going to go into more detail about how to think about planning and um, looking at a new year. Now, the reason I'm not going through the conventional route is for if this is your first time listening to this episode, then I would have to explain. My goal is to create thinkers, not just drones or robots. I want you to know how to think about planning. That's why I'm talking about things like mindset and I'm not just going into the, the technicals of planning because there's no point going into the technicals if the mindset is not right. If the mindset is corrupt, then you know there's really nothing you're doing. It's like buying a fancy laptop that doesn't have a hard drive or that has a corrupted hard drive. You're just wasting your time. So that's why I want you to know how to think about planning. And that's because every situation is different. Every business is different. Every environment is different. So wherever it is you find yourself, if you can think like if you can think through the things I'm, I'm telling you, then you can easily find a way um, out, of your, out of your circumstances. And then also in the next lesson, I'll be talking about the three things you must have in your plan to make it work. So you really need to look out for that next episode. So at this point in the episode, there are four things I need you to consider. Now, the very first one is to join the Insiders program. And the thing about this is in entrepreneurship, there's no one course. There is no one training program that would help you figure everything out. You know why? It's because entrepreneurship is a journey. It's a constant journey. You wake up every single day to embark and continue on that journey. And that's why you need to be on the right team and with the right people to get the guidance as you need it and when you need it. So the, the Insiders is a community of entrepreneurs who are building businesses in a wide variety of industries and in different countries. And what we do is we support ourselves, we share information, we share contacts, we share ideas, we help each other out, 
we are growing together, we are learning together, and, and then things like that. So it's important because relationships matter. The people you roll with can have a significant influence on how far you go. And I find that entrepreneurship is a solo journey. Most people are just doing it on their own. They're just, you know, and there's not much um, distance you can cover by doing things alone because you don't know everything. You don't have the monopoly on knowledge, but there's a lot you can benefit from by leaning on the experiences good and bad of other people so to learn more about the insiders program and how you can work directly with me and become part of our amazing community head over to smallstarter.com insiders again it's smallstarter.com insiders the second thing i need you to consider is to tell your friends about this podcast the information you're getting here is free but it can dramatically change people's lives i know based on the kind of reviews and feedback and testimonials I get. So this is free information that can change your life. So why keep it to yourself? You got it for free. The best you can do is to tell somebody else about it. Share this with your smart friends so they too can, can learn and grow. And they'll be very grateful to you for it. The third thing I need to, con to consider is to subscribe and leave a review you know, on this podcast. If you like what you hear, you've been listening to us for a while, you like what you're learning, you like my style, you like the kind of topics I focus on, the best way to say thank you is to leave us a review, preferably a five-star review. Now, it's not just good for my ego to get a five-star review. What it does is it improves the rankings of this podcast in the directories. So when somebody is searching for a business podcast for African entrepreneurs, it becomes easier to find this kind of podcast because of the number of ratings that we have. So to leave us a review and a rating, head over to smallstarter.com slash review. Again, it's smallstarter.com slash review. And then the very fourth and final thing I need you to consider is to ask a question. If you have a relevant question that I think will help the mass of uh, people who listen to this podcast, you can leave me a voice note at smallstarter.com slash message. So as you go into the new year, I need you to be bold. I need you to be brave. I need you to be decisive. And most importantly, I need you to take personal, personal responsibility for who you are and what you are right now. It doesn't matter if your situation is favorable or not favorable. And the reason is this. Without personal responsibility, you cannot plan. And the reason is you cannot implement something you don't have any control over. If you believe your, your situation is in the control of outside forces, then you're essentially at their mercy. You're essentially a victim. You're essentially the slave of the outside. And you cannot make any progress until the outside allows you. But if you believe that you are in control, you are the captain of your fate, you are the driver of the situation, then you can really do something about your plan because you can direct, you can change, you can reinvent yourself, you can move, you can avoid things, you can exploit things. You have a totally different set of control over the situation. So I hope this episode you've learned uh, quite a lot and I look forward to the very next one. Take care of yourself. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. To take our free business courses or join one of our signature programs for special entrepreneurs like you, head over to smallstarter.com to join our private community. See you inside.